Single, a mom, an entrepreneur, juggling it all and talking about topics while on the go. Hi, I'm Lisa Waldron, and this is Go 10 Lisa Podcast. Are you ready to listen to the best podcast that's real, inspiring, and sometimes cringe? Okay, get ready, get comfy, and go! Hello again. Hi, guys. Hi on This Happen. Guys, as most of you know, I do have a small business. It is a candle business. Um, it's called Zenzaya Candle Company. And I'm on social media a lot because of my business, right? And because I also do Go Ten Lisa podcasts, Go Ten Lisa vlogs. But I'm on there more because of my business and promoting business and stuff. And I, I'm also on TikTok. Now, there's a fellow candle um, owner out in South Carolina. And every now and then I would watch her videos. And um, TikTok now has this thing, which I just realized it had it um, like a few months ago, where you can set it up where you can see who and who has looked at your profile, right? And I don't care if she saw that I looked at her videos or whoever else saw that I looked at their videos. I can see who look at my videos and then sometimes I would go and check and check their profile to see who they are. I normally don't follow other candle makers unless it's somebody that I um followed at the initial stage of my candle business that I really really like or somebody that's doing something completely different. But I'm not going to sit here and follow every single candle maker, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just my preference. And so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, you know, TikTok shows you who's subscribed to your page, who's liked your videos and all that kind of stuff. And I was so shocked that this other candle lady that I've watched a few of her videos she subscribed to my TikTok page. Now, I ponder on it for a couple of days or weeks or whatever, and then I followed back. The reason why I ponder on it is because I've always suspected, based on the title of her videos and based on her videos, that she has always been watching my videos, if that makes sense. And um, not so much from my business, but more of Go Ten Lisa. And um, it's just a little suspicion is not confirmed or whatever. But I was so shocked. Either that or she saw that I um, was viewing her videos or her profile. I don't know how that works. If I view it once, it shows. I don't know. And um, But just for her to subscribe... I was like, interesting, because I was the first person to quit my corporate job and to, you know, f- you know, go full time. Yeah. Next thing you know, she quit her full time. So I don't know um, if she's been following me for a while, watching my videos for a while, but just for her to make the initial move and follow my page on TikTok, I was like, wow, um, you know, we, at the end of the day, we're all doing the, you know, most of us are doing the same thing and we kind of like 
support each other by looking at us because sometimes you could be in a business and you're not motivated or you're not inspired and sometimes you watch somebody else's video and either you like the style of the video or whatever she may be saying or doing or he or whatever it's um you know you like what you like you know or you know but I don't really subscribe that to that many people unless I know them or work with them or whatever. But I do like the way that she does her videos where she's just being her authentic self, you know, and just showing it. But we don't have the same style as far as how we do our businesses. And the reason why I say that I don't follow a lot of other candle makers is because it has been my experience that some people will follow you copy every single thing that you're doing and try to present it as your own you know what I mean so I I I I don't do that and then I see who actually stays on and who actually drops off and unsubscribe I don't I don't know what people's intentions are when they subscribe to a person's page or whatever but anyway I subscribe back to her because just to show her that rather than me I subscribed because I was like, maybe if I subscribe, it wouldn't show that I'm looking at her videos. And so what if I look at her videos? Heck, that's why we're all making videos for everybody to look at the videos. And I'm why am I looking at her videos? Like I said, um, I like the way that she does some of her candle stuff. Our styles are completely different. However, I just look at her like she's a single mom out there just like I am. And we're just doing our thing. And that's why I watch our videos, you know. And, um, and she's not the only candle making person that I watch There's a few others. And sometimes it's just like, Oh, you know, and sometimes they will say something and I'm like, Oh, look at that. Oh, I didn't know that, you know, whatever. And, um, but yeah, but it's interesting, but I just want to share that with you guys now onto this episode. Hello, good people. Hello. I am Lisa Waldron. So is Kanye West, yay, right or wrong? Let me just start off before I even start this podcast by apologizing by calling him Kanye West because his name is now yay. So it will be titled is yay, I'll probably put in parentheses Kanye West, is yay, right or wrong? Let's take a deep dive. These are my opinions, what I am observing, you know, because we're all adults right now, right? And have you ever said something in your life where someone looked at you and was like, oh, you shouldn't have said that? Or I know I get it a lot in my family. They're like, oh my gosh, Lisa, I can't believe you just said that. But I trust myself to the point that um, when I was younger, you know, people like, would say, will be criticizing and saying, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. And then come to find out that what I said may have been out of the blue or whatever. It was actually true. And it actually came true either um, like shortly afterwards. So I say that because um, I did take notes <laughs> I have like a front and back notebook page and there's probably would be more if I didn't stop myself because I only have an hour on this podcast and I don't want to make this a two-parter. Um, if you've been following me for a while, you know that um, 
I don't watch the news. I get a lot of my news from people out here in the world. Um, TikTok, probably, probably YouTube, and, you know, just people. And, um, but let me start off by saying that no one is perfect on this earth. There are no perfect people. And we, as a Christian-based um, world, we need to forgive, right? Um, the power of life and death is in words. Um, sometimes we're so upset, we say stuff, we think stuff, and, um, you know, we say it. You know, my mother always says, you know, you need to think about what you say. And I'm like, no, that's what I'm feeling in the moment. Um, sometimes I need to say stuff. Sometimes it may come across harsh, but it is the truth. And my mother likes to sugarcoat stuff. You know, it's one of those generations like sweep stuff under the rug kind of thing. And I'm the kind of person that I want stuff to be brought to light. Some some things, right? And then you have my son and his generation. And oh my gosh, he's just, you know, bringing stuff to the light more and more and more. You know, um, as far as, you know, he may come across as, um what's the right word I'm looking for? Like, there's a way to say things, but it's how you say it. And I think that's the key thing here when we dive into today's episode. It's hard to control our mouths. And everyone, every single person on this earth have or will say something that they will regret or say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. Or, Oh my gosh, did I call the person the wrong name? Oh my gosh, did I say something like that, right? And the only person that can help us is God. There's no human being, no human being can control the tongue. That's in the Bible, guys. No human being can tame the tongue. If and I'm just gonna give you some scriptures, um, Psalm one forty one three, Psalm nineteen fourteen. But at the end of the day, we all need to pray. We need to pray for ourselves. We need to pray for other people as well Um, in Jesus' name. You know, I hope that what I say today um, is not taken out of context um, um, because people will do whatever they want to do to take stuff out of context. I was working in the corporate world. If most of you already know that I quit my corporate world almost two years now, guys. And um, I was in that corporate BS world, the latest one. Um, for 14 and a half years and the, and throughout the 14 and a half years, I tell you all, there were times when my manager will have a one-on-one with me and I would have said something in a meeting in front of everyone. And I said it in the most nicest way, but because they know it was the truth and because they know it may come across like, oh my God, how dare she said that? Like, what does she mean? You're going to have a meeting with me, my one-on-one, and say, Oh, Lisa, what exactly did you mean by that? And in my mind, I was like, you know damn well what it meant. But you know, you got to play that game. And, and they knew that I wasn't, I'm not a kind of person to kiss anybody's ass, and I'm not playing the game, right? And you know what it meant. And I would sometimes turn it around, depending on which dumb manager I have. Sorry, guys. Every time I think about that damn company, I need to forgive. I need to forgive and move on. <sighs> I really do, guys. I do. Sometimes I think I forgive and forget. And 
sometimes I talk about them and maybe I just need to unleash it here on my podcast and just say what I'm feeling to get rid of that negativity that's every time I think about them uh, because it's just stupidity. You're coming at me because I'm telling you the truth and I didn't say it in how some people I've seen throughout the years have said it, done it or whatever and I said it in the more professional way but yet you're coming at me. Why? Because you know I'm a strong woman because B, you know that it, what I'm saying is true and C, because you know you, you never have the guts to say it and I wish that I, you know, if I had to live that life over again, which I hope I don't, that part... I would say whatever the heck I want to say. And I commend those people who have actually said what was on their mind to people that were hurting them and doing bad to them in the corporate world and tell them to their face. And during this episode, and even with some of the YouTube videos that I saw of Ye saying certain interviews and recent interviews, it's, it's, it is a control thing. It is like, if you don't know knowledge, they're going to destroy you. Like knowledge is power, people. Knowledge is power. Now, let me, uh, okay. So I said what I have to say about, you know, because we're going to start this off in Jesus name to the best of the ability, even though I went off the deep end just now. Oh boy. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Well, guys, I watched that video on YouTube which was the dr- dr- um, drink champs. <clears throat> it was three hours long. <laughs> I had to break it up in a couple of um, watching sessions. Um, but basically, um, the intro was from two minutes and 30 minutes in. Ye started talking from three minutes and 14 s- seconds in, <laughs> minus all the pee-pee piss breaks that they had to take from drinking all the liquor. He pretty much talked all the way through. Some of the other guys did have questions and talked. But I think this is the band session, guys, because I think he did one earlier in October. And this one was the 10-22-22 episode, the one that is titled Band. Um, but yeah, I did listen to it for three hours, guys, and got my personal take on this. Now, when this whole yay controversy started um because now we're 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 in november towards end of november 2022 and when this whole thing with Ye started with first of all i i said to myself when i saw the white lives matter t-shirt i was like what the heck and i said to myself um you know because i felt like i was the only person out there that felt I still do feel sorry for, for yay. And, um, and then I thought to myself, isn't this something that he did something so controversial or something? And I'm the only one that picks up for him or feels sorry for him. And what do I do if it's something so, so bad? What am I going to do? Am I going to, um, you know, not feel sorry for him anymore and what have you, or, Am I going to stick to what is right? So I don't like to judge people or go by what other people say about other people, especially if I meet someone, I don't want to hear what you have to say about that person. I want to get my own feeling and my own interaction. And I think that's only fair to that person 
Because then if people are telling you how that person is, then you're walking in there with perceived notions. And that's what they did to me in the corporate world and to several hundred other people in the corporate world as well. Let people um, um, have that interaction with that human being and, you know, feel and you know, because what your experience is may not be what my experience is. You may not like the person, but I may end up having a great relationship with the person. And I don't want to have those ill notions. And when somebody would ask me in the world, oh, how is this person? Some people have learned to not say anything. And I would say, you have to find out for yourself. Me, Lisa, I would say, I would tell them what I just told you. I don't like to say stuff about people. You have to figure out for yourself and whatever. Maybe that may be saying it negatively or not, but I'm letting them know, I'm not going to give you any info. Find out for yourself. You know what I mean? Because most of the times, half of these people already know these people and they're pretending that they're not so they could get more intel and information about you. They're trying to play some kind of sick game. Yeah. So when I saw that White Lives Matter t-shirt, I was like, what the heck is this? So I looked it up, did my little social media research thing, and I was like, I saw a video where Ye was like, um, he explained it and I understood it based on the explanation. And I said, I, I said, I still don't agree with it. Who am I saying this to? I'm saying this to myself and probably my son. I'm like, I'm like, I don't agree with it because white lives matter. I agree with what he says to this point where he, in the part of the explanation, he was saying that you know, when the whole Black Lives Matter things thing was going on, it's not a thing, but when the whole Black Lives um, time frame was going on in 2021, because it's a serious thing with Black Lives, um, you know, people being killed out here in the streets, in the homes or whatever, by Caucasian people, especially when they're being under arrest, detained or whatever. This has been going on for years and years and years. I think maybe since the existence of black people, who knows? Um, but <clears throat> that's how long people. And um, so the younger generation, everyone is now getting on board to saying enough is enough. Why are you killing off all the black people, the African-American people just to uplift your race? You know what I mean? So that's the Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement. You know, people are standing up for what is right. So in part of his explanation, it was there were a lot of people who were on the bandwagon who are Caucasian people saying, oh, Black Lives Matter. But behind the scenes, they were still being evil and ruthless. And I was like, I totally get that. I totally get that because I experienced that. Where? You guessed it, in the corporate world. Yep, yep. You know, and the only reason why they were on board is because they had to put it on a face to say otherwise because the company that I worked for was all about diversity. And, you know, so they don't want to lose their job, so they put on a face, but yet their behavior and actions were still the same. So that part of his explanation to say that, um, the reason why he's wearing the white, I still don't get it, guys. The reason why he's still wearing the white, why he was wearing the White Lives Matter t-shirt is to show the hypocrisy. Um, but in my eyes and everybody else's eyes, it was like, they already know their lives matter. Why promote it more? You know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense. So 
sometimes you do stuff in life and it works and it don't work. That one didn't work. Get rid of that campaign. Get rid of whatever. I, I get what where he was going, but I don't like it. Nobody likes it. Black and white don't like it. Oh, and by the record, guys, I do have white in my family and I do have black in my family. So, yeah, and I do have Spanish and, and so forth and so forth. So, yes. So, <clears throat> then when I was watching the video or some video, um, it has come up that he said slavery is a choice. Now, that one I won't touch on right now. But I did have to have a discussion. I think a lot of these things are forcing, or not forcing, but it should be a discussion in every household of regardless of race. Um, because I had to explain to my son that, can you imagine that you're just living a peaceful life? You know, just just peaceful. Just, you know, no worries in the world. I don't even think any of us can relate to that part, you know, just no worries in the world. And, you know, just, just having fun. And then you're playing with your friends and you just enjoying food, you know, waking up whenever I'm thinking about roots, the movie roots in my head when Kunta Kinte was like taken, this is what I'm thinking of when I'm talking to you guys. And then out of the blue, somebody just comes and shoot your friends and capture you put chains over your neck and arms and legs and then drag you to a country or a place that you don't even know the language and you don't even know anyone and uprooted you, that can happen any day right now. Suppose you're at home, God forbid, and somebody does that. What are you supposed to do? But that is actually happening right now in a different form or maybe the same way in sex trafficking. But that's for another topic. But do you guys get what I'm trying to say here? So, slavery is a choice. I don't think so. I mean, you can fight and carry on because a lot of people did fight back and whatever. And they were either killed or still captured. So, it's not a choice uh, unless it's deeper and it's slavery in our in, in our current world. Slavery is a choice as far as our mental thinking about certain things. So here we are in 2022 and a lot of people are probably, um, thinking like captivity kind of way. And we need to be more freer. I'm hoping that's what it is, but we can always come back to that part of it. But so then a couple of weeks ago in October, I think it was when this whole thing started about the Jewish people. <laughs> oh my goodness. And he started off by saying that he loves Jewish people. I'm talking about the video that I was watching for three hours, plus some other videos and whatever. And I'm going to give you and shout out some of the key parts that I wrote out. And I need to like cross off one and what I talked about before I confuse my own self here. So... <clears throat> I think he was, I think what he wanted to say or what I think he started off by saying that Jewish people, when you look at it, black people are Jewish too, white, 
whatever, everybody, you know, originated Jewish. Even when I did my ancestry thing, there is Jewish in me. There's Jewish in everybody, I almost everybody, I think. And and he values the Jewish race. Um, he's given up Jewish secrets about the Jewish media. One thing I did learn is that um, when I don't even understand my own handwriting. <laughs> What I, what did I write? What I wrote that I learned that when, um, when some person does bad, it's on them. Oh, I see what I was saying. Okay, so I so one thing I did learn in the three hour thing is that he said when one Jewish person does bad, it's on them. When one Jewish person does good, it's on all of them, and they eat. Um, but throughout the three hour band episode. Even one of the hosts said, you know, because you can tell just like how I got upset when I was talking about my past corporate job. He you can tell that Ye was upset about certain Jewish people that have done him wrong in the business world. And if somebody has done you wrong, you're going to be upset. Come on, get real. We're all human. We all know we've done it, did it, will do it or whatever. You know what I mean? So he was upset but sometimes when you're upset, when I'm upset, I don't blame it on on the whole race and whatever. I blame it on the individuals. If I can list out names, I know I can list out all the names of the people who have done me wrong throughout the years. But I, as an adult, have to learn to forgive and move on because I'm not going to spend the rest of my life thinking about these people, which I no longer work for. But because this is so recent for him... He has um, um, issues with certain people, Jewish people that have done him wrong in the um, business world. But even one of the hosts said to him, then you should deal, not deal, but you should um, redirect your words to where it's for those people and not put it so much on the race. You know what I mean? Also, I didn't know. I learned something new. I I. Ice Cube, who is an actor, um, was also labeled an anti-Semitic, um, which we are all Jews and black, right? I think where, I think where, the Jewish people took an offense to to his statement was because he went on Twitter and he tweeted some stuff, and he used the word the word DeathCon three. No matter how upset you are with someone or a group of people, never, ever, ever use the word death in your sentence or in your, in your sentence, or I was going to say in your tweet, but in your sentence, because it is a sentence that you're putting on, on, on Twitter, never use the word death at all. But once again, it's because of knowledge. If you don't know your dictionary and words, you don't know what. All you hear is death, 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 and you don't know what that means. So according to him, he's saying that DeathCon 3, if you look at the definition of DeathCon, it actually means to um, preparing, to, preparing to protect yourself. But because he woke up in the middle of the night and started typing on Twitter, he spelt it wrong, and therefore, you know, he admitted that he did it wrong. He admitted he shouldn't have gone on and made the tweet. 
in hindsight, you know, you can go back and at least he's admitting that he did it wrong, right? But then the whole Jewish race just uprise up on him and just, it just went downhill from there, right? Um, so I will tell you a little story. Back when I was living in Florida, I was living in Fort Lauderdale and um, my son's school um, had an after school. I think I've mentioned this before, but if not, I'll say it again because now is the perfect time to say it. And they had an after school program, which was Jewish based. It was a Jewish, I think it was called, I think it had Jewish in the name of it. J-E-C or if I hear it, I remember it, but it definitely had Jewish in there. And then I always would see this Jewish mom pick up her because they lost because it was um, um, it was an after school program place, right? And it it's for all the kids in the neighborhood. Um, somehow they worked it out with the the school or something, right? And I would always see this particular mom, and she was just like you know you can tell she has money, and she has a little kid, and she was always nice. And one day, you know, sometimes things come to me, guys, and I just have the urge and I don't want to live in regret. So I ask the questions if something is bothering me or if I want to know an answer to something. So I've always heard from even when I was younger, this is not news, people. This is not news. This is old news. Kanye, yay, is just bringing it up, maybe for the new generation or whatever the case may be. Jewish people do have money. Jewish people stick together. Everybody knows that Jewish people help each other. Everyone, I knew that from when I was younger. And I said to her, I asked her and I said to her, I think I remember saying to her, um, you know, I really admire the Jewish race because you guys stick together um, and you guys always have money. It's not so much the money part, but they always stick together, right? And they make each other grow. And she said, yes, they do. And she told me their secret. She said, yes. She told me how they uplift each other, you know, help each other out. And then she broke it down for me. And, and somehow I kind of got the feeling that she wasn't supposed to tell me, but she did. And I always said to my friends and family, that's how the black race should be. And I think that's what Kanye was saying in some of his interviews, in some of his thing, you know, he did say that, that he admired the Jewish race. He's sad for the black race, the African-American race, that we are not like Jewish people in the fact that we don't stick together like they do which is a fact. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. Hello, this is not about race against race. It's a part of, if you see a model, just like in the business world, you see a business model that's working. Hello. He said all of this recently, but nobody wants to hear that. You understand me? And I think the reason why, one of the reasons why the Jewish race is upset with Ye is because he tweeted that DeathCon 3 word into his Twitter. And then the next day, um, some, what should we call them? Um, there is a name for them, but I'll put it gently. Well, not gently, but um, what is the name of them? Um, there were, oh, I know, white supremacies. It's not gentle, that's what it is. Some white supremacy people who were hanging 
banners on freeway saying Kanye is right. Now, I think that is the part that scared the Jewish people because I totally get why they were scared because if you use the word death con three and then the next day a group of people who you know don't like any race at all and then they're saying oh you're right you're going to now blame it on the person who initiated or said something even though it may have been a mistake and you don't want a war to come out or something so I totally get that and they you know I totally get that but do you see what I'm trying to say what he's been saying what other people have been saying they band together because every Jewish person that I have on social media or or who I saw they were banding together like you know you know you know take Kanye down which I don't agree with because it's just a wrong equal and a wrong because he admitted that he made a mistake later. You cannot blame him for what the white supremacy is doing or thought that they were doing. Um, everybody is accountable for their own actions. That's number one. Second of all, there are so much friggin' evil stuff that's been done to black people and to other races throughout the years, and nobody has said anything. But because it's against the Jewish people, they stuck together and said, oh, no, because they don't want another Hitler era thing or anything worse than that. And I totally, totally get it. We actually should be progressing to the point that we should learn from the past and we shouldn't all really, guys, be living in peace right now. But we're not. But we're not. Somehow, I think we all as a race, with all the races, we take a few steps forward and jump a thousand step backwards. It's like we're going in circles doing the same thing. And I heard on a sermon um, um, with Joyce Mayer, um, I was listening to her one of the sermons and she was saying, you ever wonder sometimes like when you're going through something in life and you keep feeling like you're repeating it? It's because it's a test. It's a test and obviously we're not passing the test and therefore we're going to keep doing the same thing over and over until we pass the test. How do we pass the test people? We look and see what what can we do better than we've done the hundred other times that we've gone through this test. If somebody is aggravating us or somebody is um um upsetting me, if I'm upset about talking about my um previous corporate job, why talk about it? First of all, I need to forgive because forgiveness, we're overplaying that word forgiveness. We need to forgive. If I forgive, then I forget. I won't forget, but I have to forgive. It's hard. It's hard as human beings to forgive. Um, I look at it in so many different ways that, yeah, they're doing what they had to do to survive, to protect their paycheck, or whatever. But at the end of the day, can you sleep at night knowing that you did something or said something um, that made a person felt bad because you wanted to show your your leadership skills or lack of or whatever it is because you didn't know anything or whatever? I don't know, guys. All I'm saying is that I get both sides of the spectrum. I get yay side and I get the Jewish people side and I get everybody else in between, right? 
So what I also learned is that Killer Mike Puff has a bank. There are black-owned banks out there. And here, if anything you will remember of this podcast is what Kanye is saying recently in the recent days of this podcast is that Chase Bank allegedly um, froze all of his money. And he keeps sending the message that if they can do that to him, who is a billionaire, what can they do to the average person? Now, that is the eye-opener, guys. If anything you get out of this podcast is that, what the heck? I put money in a bank, and then you're going to freeze my money because of something I said, but yet there are people of a certain race that have done evil stuff and still doing it, but you do nothing to their money, allegedly? Come on now. So Chase Bank, oh my gosh. You know, a lot of these things that are happening in the world today is why there is me movement, is why there's Black Lives Matters, is why everybody's protecting their race and whatever. It's because of these acts. This is why certain people don't put their money in banks. This is why certain people don't like the government. This is why certain people act the way that they act is because that's like saying you're coming and you're taking over my house. You can stop all of my, um, 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 businesses and stuff because you feel a certain way. There's a lot that I've learned, not from yay, but from other people since this whole thing broke out, you know what I mean? And, um, he also thinks that it's a disrespect of his name because um a lot of people are not calling him yay, me included. That's why I, apo- I apologize at the beginning. Forbes is not calling him a billionaire. Um, so he went through that. Let me tell you something. <sighs> yay was the first richest billionaire with a B, billionaire, right? A lot of people don't like that. Now, think about this. If you're an African-American, if you're a black person, you got that much money. Yeah, I'm going to flaunt it. I'm going to tell people, yeah, I'm a billionaire because I want you all to know I've reached that status. Once I said it once or twice, I don't think I'm going to be saying it every single time to where it's an overkill. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but some people don't like to see a black person in power and have more money than them. You get what I'm trying to say? So they will try to destroy you one way or another, which again is a shame. Um, so then he went on about the gap designers and et cetera, et cetera. I won't even go into that because that's, you know, that's something he, you know, and then another thing I learned, I always thought Kanye, I'm, I'm sorry, yay was from Chicago, but he's actually somebody else. I was talking to this, this, um, Caucasian lady, um, yesterday, and she was telling me that she listened to Kanye. We were talking about yay. And she listened to his music back in the day. And I told her, I kind of felt sorry for him in some way. You know what I mean? And, um, and I said to her, I put my foot in my mouth because I was telling people that, oh, I don't listen to Kanye music. I I don't, you know, but I actually did because I didn't know it was his music, you know, and I know I keep calling him Kanye is yay. I have to get used to it. So forgive me. Um, so ridiculously rich, um, to where he buys a lot of his girlfriend's houses. And once he buys them houses and stuff, they're always his girlfriend. He was joking about that. Maybe it's a fact that's his life, that's his money. 
he needs more joy and not too much drama. Um, um, makes people jealous by flexing so hard. Um, information is intelligence is the most important thing to our race. And that is so true. Once again, knowledge is power. I think in the past, in history has shown us that when a African-American and a black person has spoken up against another race, they were either killed, um, you know, beaten and so much worse things. You know what I mean? And, um, even when I was watching Tyler Perry's Jasmine Blues, um, you know, even to, for a black man to whistle at a white woman, they would actually lynch them and kill them for whistling at a white woman back in the day and so many other things, you know what I mean? Um, but we're now in 2022 and some people may argue is slavery still here to what degree, you know? Um, but it's all about information is all about intelligence. And one, one thing is important is that all races are now being woken up. That's right. People woken up to things that we grew up with that we thought were truth, which are now unfolding to be not truth. And you will find out certain things along the way. Um, blacks need to join, need to come on into their own power, like the Jews, which I totally agree. I totally, I've always said this from the longest time that the new age Jewish people, because of the horrific crime that they, um, experienced with the Holocaust and everything, black people also experience a, a horrific thing with slavery. So both have um, suffering in their histories. Um, but one thing is that they do, um, protect each other. And that's why if earlier I said, Ye said, when one Jewish person does something bad, it's on them. But when one person does good, they all eat. In other words, they all celebrate each other's victory. I think as a black race, we need to first of all, get rid of all the jealousy. We really need to look out for each other. I think a lot of um, African-Americans are doing that right now by doing are buying only from black owned business. And, you know, it has to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. You shouldn't be. And, and I hate that um, because Jewish people, they don't just go to Jewish places. They go to black places, white places, all places. But as far as if I am full Jewish, practicing Jewish religion, and I want to start a business, they will, they help each other. You get what I'm trying to say? They help each other to grow. Why can't we all do the same thing? Um, like I said, it's not a secret, but I don't know why some people are upset that it's talked about. It's not a secret to the point that in my notes... I was watching TikTok. <laughs> I was watching TikTok and there's a Jewish guy, Ben El Solomon, who went on to talk about yay, the situation about yay and how he felt about the whole yay situation. And he went on to give the top Jewish secrets out there. And half of them I already knew. And he said what yay said was right. 
but he said what he doesn't like is the um the whole anti-semitic thing and i think everyone needs to look up the definition of anti-semitic because a lot of black people are saying that has to do with the black race meaning that you have to look it up <laughs> so i think people don't have the knowledge and um to what it means and therefore throwing it around like it's a bad thing i think it's a bad thing when it's like saying oh my gosh it's like saying tomato 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 it's like saying, I can look up a word right now in the dictionary and it will give you three definitions, probably a pronoun, verb, adverb, you know, stuff like that. Three different meanings of what that one word mean. And it's what your intent is. I think that's the key, guys, is what was the intent of the word? Because I was talking to my son and we were talking about something, about a word and I said, it actually means, oh, roots. Oh, yeah. We were talking about it. And he said, roots mean evil. And I said, well, roots also mean your genealogy. You see what I'm trying to say, guys? It all depends on what you're using the word for and in what context you're using the word for. Once again, words have the power of life and death in words. And sometimes when words leave our mouth, we cannot take it back. I'm guilty of that, guys. I say so much stuff and it's no bad intent. I think some of it does come from a place of hurt sometimes. And um, sometimes the truth does need to come out. And then sometimes it's like, oh, well, I said it. Um, it must have been meant to be said, which it always comes out to mean like, oh my gosh, Lisa, you said that and here it is. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't walk around talking about other races like, oh, this is bad and we're good. No, 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 no. And I don't use the word death or anything like that in a sentence. Nobody should. The only time you should be using the word death is if somebody died. You know, you go into their funeral or something. That's it. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, this Jewish guy, Benel, he went on to say Jewish people are great at business and he shared some of the biggest, um, um, Jewish secrets. And I was like, I wonder if he's going to get in trouble for that. But Hey, but he was saying that he didn't agree with, um, some of the things Kanye said. And here's the thing, people, you don't have to agree with what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with what Ye's saying. You don't have to agree with what this Jewish guy is saying. You don't have to agree with what this Caucasian guy is saying. You have a choice. You can agree or not agree. We don't have to be perfect, but we do have choices. You understand me? The choices in what you do and say and who you want to listen to and who you don't want to listen to. There is so much stuff going on behind the scene and this is Ye's life and his story meaning that he is a billionaire and he knows all their little dirty secrets <laughs> I'm laughing because there was a point in the video where he was meeting with one of the companies and he showed them a porn sex tape just to make a point. And so the guys were like, you did that in a meeting, in a business meeting? I was just like, sometimes, I don't know. I, I was going to say, if you play dirty, you get dirty. I don't know. I don't know. This is what I also learned from watching all these videos is that it's 
I didn't, I think I knew this one, guys. Wait, listen, wait up for this. You're listening to Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode each week by typing in Go, the number 10, followed by L-I-S-A. Go Tell Lisa Podcast can be found on any podcast app. Go tell a friend, subscribe, and listen. Guys, did you know that it was illegal to collect rainwater in America? I learned that from what Ye said. But I could have sworn somebody at the farmer's market told me that recently too. So guess what I did? I looked it up. I live in Georgia, Georgia, United States, not Georgia, um, Germany or France or wherever it is. I'm in Georgia, the state in the United States of America. And I looked it up to see which states in the United States of America, it's illegal to collect rainwater. And guess what? I'm in, I'm living in one of that state. I said, what? Are you freaking kidding me right now? I grew up in Jamaica. And that's the one thing I remember as a child is that we collected rainwater at the side of our house. Everyone pretty much had like a built dome next to their house because the water system was so bad in Jamaica or some corruption or something was going on with the water system to the point that in order to get water they had to collect the rainwater and then filter it so i i grew up with that and now you're trying to tell me that it's illegal for me to collect rainwater get out of here i'm gonna co- i'm gonna get a bucket and collect you can't stop me from collecting rainwater i digress on that i'm upset about that That that's just some bs right there anyway um uh, another thing yay said is that um they have taken God out of homes and try to separate the black family. That I believe is true. I do. You've taken God out of the schools. I can understand um, why they did. Um, well, I don't say understand, but there's so many. I grew up in New York. Like when I left Jamaica, I came straight to New York, right? And we lived there for several years. And so you can say I had to learn the school system the way it is and everything in New York and New York is very diverse, meaning that there's so many, um, races there, which I love, you know what I mean? I love living in a neighborhood when there's more than one race in, in there. And you learn so much from every other culture. I love that because that's how we grew up in Jamaica. That's how we are. Right. And, um, basically I grew up in a school in Jamaica where God was present. God was there. We used to have our Bible and our hymn books. We used to wear our uniforms. We we used to sing and Friday would be play day. I remember all of that. I remember that, right? So when I came to the United States and I guess people complained because it wasn't their religion because some were Christian, some were uh, Muslim, some were, you know, Jewish and so forth. They didn't want a particular race to confuse the kids so I get that whole part of it so by him saying that they're taking it out of the schools I understand but now they're taking it out of the homes and even to separate the family I've even seen more and more African-American black actors speak up now keyword now about their contracts I've even seen um Zendaya give a tip and she said always always read your contracts that should be a number one tip for anybody doing any kind of business read your contracts 
um, because even a lot of YouTubers have said they've gotten deals that they've been waiting on. You know, you're finally doing videos for YouTube and you finally get a break and somebody wants to sponsor you or something. And when one particular lady, when she read her contract, it said in her contract that she could not mention God or Jesus. I was like, oh my gosh. What is what would you do in a situation like that? If somebody's going to pay you millions and they don't want you to mention Jesus or God, what would you do? Oh my goodness gracious. Say no thank you. There are false narratives. There are false narratives all over the world. Money, power, and respect. Those are the three things he said that are driving a lot of people. The greatest gift that we have right now as all races, any human being, is time. Nobody's life is guaranteed. We're only here for a short time on earth. You may think that it's long. And I always remember this sermon that this pastor said in, in, in my church. He actually illustrated it. And by him drawing it out that sermon day, uh, I was like, I totally get it. Now picture this. Stretch out your hands and that is eternity. And, and just stretch it all the way back as much as possible. That is eternity. Now put your two thumbs. He didn't do it like this. He drew it up. But I'm just doing it for you guys so you guys are listening. Now put your two thumbs together and separate it a little tiny bit. And that's your life. That is the space of your life. And then compare that to when your arms were stretched out in eternity. We're only here for a short time, guys. And some of this BS stuff that we're concentrating on, it doesn't mean anything at all. If we just live our life right, none of us should have any problems. But we are, according to him, tied up in money, power, and respect. I think we all should respect each other. Um, people don't realize that we all individually have our own power. We just don't realize it. Some of us don't and to exercise it and then money. I don't even know if money is going to last in the way the things are going in this world with inflation and everything, but just, just me. And then to wrap this up, cause I only have a few minutes left. Ye said he put his life at risk. There's no Jesus in schools. It's his life. No one can speak his narrative. Well, I'm going to pause a little bit on that one because I was watching Angie Martinez podcast with Mike Tyson, you know, the boxer, and they were doing a movie on him and he didn't authorize it. And then she asked him, how do you feel about that? And he was like, well, you know, they've done so much for me and I've done it for me and whatever. To me, I kind of, he said, and then he said, um, what he, I think he said that, even if he's dead, they're still going to be making movies about him, which is probably true. So, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, I said to this lady, the same lady that I was talking to yesterday, who is Caucasian, I said to her, can you imagine somebody is doing a story about your life and they don't know anything about your life? Because even Mike Tyson said, even though he, was, he grew up with hard times in the movie, they had him dress in a nice suit and clothes. And back then he knows his own life. They, they, he never had such things, you know what I mean? And even the lady was saying, she's like, I live my life and I don't want anybody to do a movie of my life. <laughs> and I said, even if that's the case, they still wouldn't get everything of your life, you know? But yeah. Um, Ye also said that he's the richest black man in history. He, um, he wants them to do all the things that he, 
what they want them to do all the things that they talk about never put things out into the universe 140 million dollars was in the chase bank account and treated it like shit every man got their truth whether they're a victim or a bully there you should go watch the video and get your own take on it you know there's so many things coming out right now in contracts they're mentioning to take out god which i talked about it's a lot of things lately um takes you to another place dark with the lyrics it's true it's true um you know i was also watching a video with him and nick cannon which also was a banned episode on youtube also and i learned so and even the um i think it was public enemy one of the um the group members was talking on nick cannon's podcast about it as well you got to listen to the words of some of these lyrics even some of the shows on netflix and all over is just going to a very very dark place and i and i i agree with that we all need to be in service to god which i agree um they took a lot of piss breaks which i said we are not maximizing who we are i totally agree about that we are the um uh, we have the right to be wrong or right i i agree with that um here's another big thing that i learned guys i think i knew this when i was a teenager somebody told me because i was i wasn't shocked but i was surprised adidas i learned that adidas the shoe company what does adidas stand for all day I dream about sex. And that's one of the meetings that he was talking about where he brought up that porn um, video to, in the executive meeting. I think it was the Adidas meeting. I think so. <laughs> How important our lives are. I think that's what I was writing. As a people, we are under house arrest. Run over our own house or something I wrote I can't understand my own handwriting oh my gosh but yeah I think I captured everything that I wanted to talk about Kanye is running for president um I just before I started this podcast they did say that um Donald Trump says he's running also um they joked and said in the three-hour video wouldn't it be funny if it was um between those two candidates running in the next election who knows but what I did see is that um, they're coming after Kanye right now for tax evasion. I can't believe this. You're trying to spend all your energy bringing down this man because of something that he said about that you thought was anti-Semitic, which look up the word anti-Semitic. Doesn't the Semitic part have to do with black people? Oh, I don't know. But like I said, how it's titled... Is yay right or wrong? Nobody's perfect, guys. I'm not I'm not saying um what he says is right or wrong. That's for you to make your own choice and your own decision. I think a lot of things he says is right. I think a lot of things that he said are not right. Um I think just like us, right? Um we have to when a person does us wrong, we got to look at the real intent. And if the intent is that they really maliciously did something, then 
you know, you distance yourself. Now I hear people talking about on the radio, oh, I have all these Yeezy clothes and shoes and because he's anti-Semitic, I am not going to wear his shoes. I'm going to sell it and whatever. And oh, they're coming down. You see what happens? They're all sticking together to not wear the clothes and stuff, but yet they're still watching him, talking about him. You know, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like, I feel like there are more evil people out there in the world that you're not addressing. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. I honestly feel that. Um, I think sometimes when you say something bad, certain groups of people are going to jump on that bandwagon to promote their wrong ways, if you know what I'm trying to say. So our words are important. Even saying some things on this podcast, I'm choosing my words carefully, but I've also lived life to know that people are going to take whichever context, whichever part and flip it and do whatever they want to do. I don't have hate in my heart. I am very hurt by certain actions certain people have done to me. This is not my fight, what Kanye is doing with um, um, with his companies and stuff. I feel sorry for him as a human being. Um, I think it's wrong that a certain race is wiping out and taking away everything. Now, the question is, are you wiping away everything because he hurt your race or because he said something about your race or because he's black? Those are the questions people need to ask themselves. You know what I mean? But um, I think the majority of what he says is right. I don't agree with um, hatred or promoting death to anybody. Um, you should never, ever use those words. Death is is no use to use. No, there's no reason to use the word death con at all. Um, we should be promoting peace. Um, I do agree that if somebody is um, um, doing something wrong to you, you should address that person. It's like when I was in the corporate world, they knew somebody was doing something bad, but instead of addressing that one person, they were presented to the group so that one person doesn't feel single out. You believe that? But yeah, it's the nonsense games. Talk to the person that's actually doing bad and address them. You know what I mean? Um, and then find out what the reason is. I don't think anybody has gone to you and said, why did you say that or to have him? I think he tried to explain afterwards, but, um, I'm not making any excuses for anybody. Um, I have Jewish in me. I have black and white in me. Um, I have black and white family members and whatever. Um, you can't tell if a person is black and white nowadays. Um, you can't tell what race they are. I think by getting to know a person and getting to know if they're coming from a bad place or not is all by knowing the person. I don't like to see when people jump on a bandwagon and they haven't done their research and they haven't done um, um, their explanation. They haven't done their research or they don't have forgiveness in their heart. I think that's what it is. Um, when a child does something bad... Um, do you hate the child forever? No. You try to explain to the child that's not right what you did, but you don't go ahead and take away all of their clothes and 
all their stuff and everything. Maybe the toys for a little while and then you give it back. And then there was a basketball player who said something. I don't even know about that story, but it was right along the time when all of this was going down. And they tried to make him an example by making him go through all these hoops to apologize and this and that. The money, we are all tied to the handcuff of money. And I think we all need to be woken up. Um, I think we all need to be careful of what we say with our words. And that's it for this episode. I hope that this makes sense. I am not about anybody promoting any hatred or anything about anybody's race or anything. Um, We all need to work on ourselves, including me. And eventually I will come to a place where I can talk about the corporate world the one that I used to work for and don't feel any kind of way about it. Guys, it's a work in progress. We're not perfect here, but we strive to be perfect. And um, it starts with forgiving ourselves, forgiving others, and just walk in love and be good. Until next time, guys. Peace, love. Bye.